Two of our favorite guests, and one of them hosts his own show, the Lost Rhetoric Podcast, out of uh, Oregon. My man Jason, both him and him and Robert Fowler on the show today. The uh, Thunder and Lightning originals from the early '90s out there in Little League and Jim Brunette Park. They was crushing us and won the Super Bowl. Oh so yeah! Shout out to these guys. You Welcome know, to the show, fellas. It's me and Tony. It's Tony's show. I'm I'm his right hand man, and you guys know where Zeb is. He's on the way. So he says so. We'll see him when he gets here. <laughs> <laughs> Silent Bob. Well Thank said. You for yeah. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> hey, uh, Robert, do you do you still have the certificate that we got for winning the Super Bowl? Do you remember that I shit? Yeah, I don't have it. Listen to this, fellas. I don't I know if Angie knew. has it. I don't know if you guys yeah. fucking knew this. That was an epic season. We lost one game to the Broncos, and then we redeemed ourselves and fucking crushed them in the Super Bowl that year. It was like made for TV shit. And we go <laughs> to our, we go to our fucking um, celebration. I, I want to say it was at Jake and Charlie's or something. We're all stoked. Cause I don't know, man, it was, a, we sucked for so long and we just I had, was, a, yeah. we had such a good season. We show up certificates, no yeah. trophies. We didn't even get a fucking trophy for the most yeah. epic season in Winchester little league history. I believe well, you guys didn't have, <laughs> Having money into that early on, so that's all they could get. They was like, they're finally good. Well, that just shows you that just shows you what what we were working with, and we still pulled it off. And Jason, you like, know what? I, I think I remember. Like, where's the trophies? No trophies. <laughs> no trophies, dude. I was I I actually ran across this old scrapbook, and I have like a newspaper article from the Super Bowl win, and I have the certificate. Uh-huh. And that's it. That's uh-huh. all we got. Is a piece of paper with our names on it man, saying we won, the, that, we won. That year was so fun, man. I, we like, yeah, it was. We was we was just murdering teams. I remember I used to go to school and and wear my jersey on game days. I would talk <laughs> so much trash yeah. to uh, what, Daniel and them and man Viverman, and then we'd come out and it was so top. Yep. And I don't you know. Start, you started playing for the Falcons when we started Little League. That was like ninety one. Who's yeah, your favorite that, football team in the NFL? Atlanta. That's why. <laughs> I stuck after that, I just stuck with the Falcons. I rock with them ever since I played Little League. But I'm that first year, man, we lost every game and tied the the Redskins. It was that first year was was horrible, but we we got it in the end, my last year. Yeah, man. I don't I don't know if you remember that Super Bowl year. There was like controversy surrounding my age. Do you remember this? I re- yeah, I remember because I was I was in my third year of Little League mm-hmm. and I was like a grade above everyone. But I'm I we've I've talked about this before. I'm the I'm the youngest, I was the youngest kid in the class of 98, literally the youngest. Like Shayla Carey was a little bit older than me, like a month or something. 
but I should I should have been I should have been class of 99. I started school when I was four. So I was of age to play little league, but everyone thought I was too old because I was in like whatever grade, eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade or something. Mm-hmm. So there were all sorts of people saying we were cheating and shit because <laughs> they thought I was too old. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, you, but you were the biggest kid. No, out there. I was. Well, dude, I, I was not. not really, I was not even close to were, the biggest. You were one of them, though. Ah, well, maybe I don't remember. Well, goddamn, Jace, when you ran the ball, you would drag like half the team. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, remember. then I then I'd fumble. <laughs> Well, well no. I remember this. The year after we won the Super Bowl, I tried to play. I went up to sign up for like my last year. And the, the commissioner, I can't remember his name. He told me, he says, he his words was, you you can't play. You were too dominant the year before. I swear on everything. He I wouldn't let like, you play because you were too good? That's That's what he said. I swear on my kids. He said, you can't play this. You were too dominant last year. What and a dick. That was it. I and I never played that. My, that's that last, that's, that's, that's why. Right. Well, I remember that, reading an article on Darren Sproles because it literally he was like the same way. He was so fast. Yeah. It was either like they wouldn't let him run a sweep, or uh-huh. like they didn't let him play anymore. Because <laughs> every because yeah, like because every time he got the ball, he was just going. Like, automatic touchdown. Yeah, just automatic yeah. touchdown every time. If you ha- if you ever have some time, um, look it up. It's on YouTube. I watched it a couple weeks ago. He was a little tight, looked like the littlest kid on the uh, field. Yeah, he gets the ball and gone every yep. time. And it's like <laughs> that's not even fair. It's like, well, it's not my fault. My son is yeah. just you know. It's like, <laughs> he was yeah. little. He was like, I'm Darren Sproles, running back, gone. That'd be. That'd be fine if there were another option to play somewhere else for you, but he just wasn't going to let you play. That's a year off for a budding star. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's what he said. Well, and this is stupid. Like, this is my answer to play. I couldn't hear Well, yeah, Robert was in Robert was in sixth grade. I was in seventh. I could play. Mm-hmm. Robert couldn't play in Little League, and Daniel Morgan had no team plus in sixth grade. Yep, that's right. Play. And then he had seventh yeah. grade. So he had right. two years. And I think you end up moving out to the summit. Yep. Yep. My yeah, answer is you went to the summit, right? My answer to that is to the other coach will coach better. Stop him. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, because because Tony, your what was it? Your was it your seventh or eighth grade year at Daniel Morgan? Was the last year of the football program? Oh, we were ho- we were horrible. But we didn't we didn't year. have we didn't have that yeah. option. When I got to Daniel Morgan, that was the year before. That was the uh, the year before was the last year. That's what ha- I remember that. Yeah. So all we yeah. had was little league. That's yeah, it. Yeah. So when I was in fifth grade, they had uh, still had Daniel Morgan. I remember I got to sixth grade, and it was, it was that was it. Yeah, was, that was Tony's class of '97, and they didn't win any games. I'm not ruined it for everybody. But, they were so but Devon but and the, and all of them. They won zero games that but year. The thing the is, that yeah, the thing is, is we had talent. All right, well, it was funny. Remember, we had your reunion, Chris. Remember, uh, Evans home what lat two weeks ago, and Andrew Mudd and us were talking about this. We didn't win a damn game that year <laughs> and, then, and then the next year their freshman year at Hanley they went 10 and 0 mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. it, was, it was flat out coaching. Ferrari was horrible. He didn't and play the man. right kids. Or and it, like we had talent on that team. I mean, I, I'm gonna say I should have been starting, you know. And like, it, I mean, we had Adam Brathwaite and Shep Campbell and like Javon, you know, like all these people. And he was just, it was horrible. He didn't like, know how to use his players. He just didn't know anybody. He's like he'd be asking like, well, who? Like all the kids, like who's good? Like where should oh. they be playing? You know, stuff like wow. he just didn't know the kids. Like okay. the talent we had on that team. Like and then the, next uh, year you go undefeated. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, and then the next year we go 10 and 0. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like what's that tell you? Yeah, and then, the next year I played my last year ever playing football, eighth mm-hmm. grade, but we went to Hanley on the bus and played ninth grade football with Coach Hill. Right. The varsity went undefeated, the greatest yeah. team I've ever seen in my life in, in high school football. And they crushed everybody. Dude. That was the part. Lowe's and Tiny and Boogie and Stefan and Truck and Trey Kern and Westfall. They were stacked. Yeah. yeah. But they're young yeah. players with the class of 97. Those were the young guys that barely got in most of them, but some of them played. Dude. But they yeah, were they were Everybody in the state made ESPN and all that. Daniel yeah, Morgan has fun. never had a team that bad. Daniel Morgan always wins, like crushes everybody. It, it, that's embarrassing. I've had I had the worst luck on football teams. Played for the Falcons, we were horrible. I get to Daniel Morgan, and I'm thinking like, man, we're gonna crush everybody. Like we're either champion or runner up. But you kept too like, many too many Falcons on your team. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good ones are on the podcast with us right, today. All right, when we What's have ja- when we have Javon on, man, we're gonna bash your ass because we were. T- <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I know I was halftime my first year when Adam and them played, and then I was B unit, and then when Robert and Jason didn't play, I started. <laughs> my first catch, I stole the ball in midair. Jason, I thought you remember? Me. I jumped and caught the ball. I started running down the sideline like I saw the end zone. My eyes lit up. I fumbled the ball out of bounds. Because, <laughs> Jason, <laughs> you remember my first year? I think Jason played the my first year, too. We, no. had, Do- we had Domino. Spencer Wilkins, Javon, uh, like all yeah. these people on the Falcons. How were we not winning? <laughs> I just Who was y'all's coach for the Falcons? It was the same uh, coach, Gary Helmet. So then Jason it wasn't Edwards. coaching then. It wasn't coaching if Robert and Jason won, and you guys just were awful. We were just cocky. <laughs> we would go to practice, wouldn't listen. It was just cockiness. Everybody just thought, oh, our shit don't stink. We wouldn't listen to the coach. Well, there you was. go then. Because the I think, Jets were loaded and the Jets were nice. I think when we won the Super Bowl, the major difference that year was our offense was our offensive line was unfuckwithable. Like hey, Ro- Robert would have Robert would have scored anyway, but they were given like he was not getting touched. It was <laughs> yeah. in, like I I was running through big assholes. Like big assholes and big assholes. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <when you said laughs> James, but, oh. My God, dude! It was. I remember yeah, our, a, our offensive line was crazy. Yeah, we. I remember we had Big James Hammond. He played. Yeah. With us. Oh, he I remember him. He was a beast. Oh my it's God! He was big out of nowhere. Yeah, out Big of Hammond. Yeah, I yeah. remember Hammond. He was a beast. He was. Yeah, it was. What was happened? It was Hanley great, this man. Weekend. Hanley had a game yesterday. They got mopped. 
they mopped um, Harrisonburg. Har- Harrisonburg, yeah. That Harrisonburg is who used to be they, really good when we played when we they, were in school. They went downhill big time. Well, my boy, my youngest boy even got in. Christian yeah, even got Christian. in the That's game. Nice. That's nice. Almost scored too. That, that was he was so close. Hey, he was so close. I watched the video yesterday. I'm like, oh <laughs> man, that dude tripped him up. Yep. But I mean, Harrison and their defense. I mean, God, they. I'm just gonna keep it real, man. Like they, they look like a JV team. Like their their program is because, like you said, man, they they used to be dogs. Like it used to yep. be a good game between them two. But they were decent just, my senior year when we played them. My first year, we beat them. But I mean, they had some dogs out there. But it's just all these new high schools being built, and all the mm-hmm. you know, it's all these high schools up there in Harrisonburg. Like what you got, Spotswood and. Who else is up in that area? I can't. You got think. Spotswood, PA. Um. Uh, what's that other school? Actually, that, we have another. They're building another Harrisonburg as I speak. Well, right Jesus, now. They yeah, do. it's like it's five minutes from my house. It's a like Harrisonburg High School number two. Oh I my think God. it might. I want to say maybe next year it might be ready. God. The, they're going to lose a football program somewhere because, dude, Harrisonburg yesterday, I swear, they only had like maybe 15 subs on the sideline. Their man. varsity team was not that big. I was like, man, man. that's crazy. They and might not the even have game, a program. The first game of the season, they got beat like 47 to zero. Yep. Yeah. They got mopped their first game, too. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, not taking away anything from Hanley, but they they were not that good. <laughs> they were horribly coached, mm-hmm. and but they didn't have much talent. Like their running back was decent, and their quarterback looked decent when he got time. But uh-huh. you know, they. I want to know how many time. yards Hanley rushed for as a as a unit. Oh, they God. were r- running rough side. I was like, oh. good. Oh yeah, like they get the ball, and it it was just. It looked like a bad parking rate. You know, Emerson or whoever got the ball, it, it was just too easy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Hanley won again. And who else? Sharando. Not somebody. Who Sharando play? I forget. Oh, yeah, Jefferson High School. Hey, is Sharando the truth or did yes. Salem just lose a lot of people? Uh, I think Sharando's the truth this year. They have a lot of speed, a good quarterback, and uh shout out to Jason Foster because he's a sophomore. I coached him in uh travel football. That boy's a dog. I hear like he touches the ball and he's uh-huh. like you Robert Fowler, he's gone. Gone like he and he's only a sophomore. Wow. He's the truth. And they got like well, Salem, receipt. they were in the state championship last year. Yeah, Salem. Well, they probably graduated a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And Sharando brought a lot of people back. But they played they haven't played Salem. So yeah, Sharando Sharando Martinsburg Han- did. Martinsburg played him. Who won that game? Who? Hey. Salem and Martinsburg? Yeah. Oh, Martinsburg beat the shit out of them. Martinsburg's nice and Hanley never plays them anymore. Never. They play Sarando though, right? Martinsburg yeah. does. Yeah, Martinsburg. Yeah, because Sarando's willing to accept that challenge. Mm-hmm. Haley never played Martinsburg when any of us went to school there. Nope. And, and football, basketball, no sport. 
Hanley I'm not played. saying I'm not saying Martinsburg's better, but we we're not ready to find out. Hanley don't play him. What I think Hanley played Martinsburg. I think I want to say maybe about ten years ago and lost seventy-seven to nothing. But they played them at Damn. home. And yeah, I Mark- remember it's been years ago. I don't know, Tucker, if you went. Uh, I went to the watch Sarando and Martinsburg play one year, and they dropped seventy some points on Sarando. That's probably yeah, that won. year. But they were, had that left. They had that left-handed quarterback, and it's like all state wide receiver, and they was just throwing. It looked like Randy Moss out there. <laughs> I don't. I remember. I was at that game. But Sarando did give them there for a couple years. They uh-huh. gave Martinsburg some games because I remember one year Sharanda only lost seven nothing one year. The score Damn. was seven to nothing. Like people okay. thought, yeah. So they've gave them some good games. But I hear they recruit few. players. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, I That's what I know. They do. It's that yeah. whole uh use this address. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, been ha- That's been happening before we went to school. No, I told yeah. y'all Mike Crawford and Kelly Washington could have went to Hanley. Like, it's been happening. Yeah, it, it happens everywhere. So People I, move on purpose. People use mm-hmm. different addresses. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, so, let's is. let's move on. Hanley's nice so far. 2-0. <laughs> and oh, Won both games 42-6 to six and 42-7. to seven. That's what's up. Shout out to our alma mater. What happened in college well, We'll football? be there Friday, though. Friday night, Hanley comes down here and plays Spotswood. I will be at that game. Well, then but, I'll see you there. Tony, Spotswood existed when we went to school. That school existed. Yeah. yeah we just two, didn't play them. They were in our region, but we didn't play them. They was with Fort Defiance, West Nile, yeah. and all that. They're 2-0 yeah, they, also, right. I think, at the moment. They're they, 2-0? So Hanley yeah. got their hands full. Let's go. Yeah. So Let's you go, and Tony will be at the game. Jason, yeah, you I'll coming? Be, yeah, I'll be there. Jason might be there too. We'll see. It's like 15 minutes from oh, my he's house. Coming home? So I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> he might. But yeah. I told I told my son because he goes to spots where I said, I'm gonna have my Hanley gear on. He said, Oh, you better sit on the Hanley side, man. Oh, your <laughs> oldest son? Yeah, Caden goes to Spotswood. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, shout out to all them schools, like for my event. I love them. I want the best of the best. And next year we're gonna find them, but Hanley's Hanley. And no matter how much shit even I talk, I'm glad I went to school with all y'all, man. It's the best school. Yeah, I haven't been yeah you, you're, you're right. I, I ain't got nothing against Hanley. I'm Boy, glad I went to school with y'all. So at the end of the day, look, I wouldn't have been with all y'all if we didn't go there. Nope. That's right. But, all right, guys, we'll get on this, you know, into our main topic. You know, it's well, we didn't even go to college football yet. Well, we'll get on that after we talk about our our main topic. We'll we'll end it, you know, with some positivity and stuff. How about that? You know what I mean. So we'll we'll get into our fit, young son. Yeah, that that's how we'll end it on college football and whatever else we get into. So we'll get into yeah. this Mississippi water crisis. That's you know happening down in Mississippi because Chris wanted to hit on this. This was his idea. So Chris, I'll have you. Yeah, I think it's full of BS. Like I, and obviously, when you think of Mississippi, the only other thing you probably think of besides how to spell it is the river. Was <laughs> that? How is Mississippi short on water and water that's good for the families, kids, working people, just people in general? Like how do? They, how are they in a water crisis? 
I have a whole lot of theories and feelings about it, but I think it happens on purpose. And I think it has a lot to do with no money, but there's still too much evilness in this world. And people do it because of people's gender, people's color, people's all kinds of stuff. And I believe it. There's no way they're in a water crisis. You just nailed it right there. We're, we're trying to help Ukraine and Turkey and China and all these countries, but we don't help our own people in New York City, Washington, D.C., Winchester, Virginia, and Mississippi. It's crazy to me. You you nailed it right there. It's minorities. I just think a lot of it does have to look at the other water crisis we've had with lead in the water. That was Flint, Michigan. And that is a highly populated area with black people and people of color and minorities. So I'm just like, how does this happen? But we don't help. Katrina, when it happened, natural disaster, probably, even though we can create things. It happened in a predominant black area. Yes, there's more white people down there than there are black. I, I know if you look up numbers, I know that I'd be wrong with what I just said. But you know what I mean. There's a lot of black people in that area. Yep. You're right. And it's not always about color because the color is green. If you don't have it, good luck. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. But it's, to me, it's true. It's like it, this shit happens on purpose. Well, it does. Yeah, I'd I mean, like to hear what you and Jason and Rob got to say. It's always the demographic. I mean, what? If, what all right, what if this happened in Beverly Hills? They would be on it quick if that <laughs> wouldn't happen there. They would. Yeah, you know, that's a place with money, so they're gonna they're gonna go fix the problem. Yeah, right. New York City, Manhattan is surrounded by water. I'm on Brook. I'm in Brooklyn right now. People don't realize it, but it's it, we're on an island. Queens is on an island. The only part of New York City that's not on an island is the Bronx. It's connected to the mainland. If Manhattan even thought about flooding, okay, the train station is down in lower Manhattan by the World Trade Center Financial District a little bit. But if it got serious, you're, you're damn right. They would fix it quick. The help would be here, the helicopters, to everybody that had to do something to make sure they helped and save people, it would happen. But why doesn't it happen in Mississippi and places like that in Flint, Michigan? Minorities. You got to quote Kanye West. Oh, Jason, uh, got a quote. George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's yeah. <laughs> but are you saying Biden doesn't either? <laughs> President, just just replace just replace George Bush with whatever. You know, you know what? What's weird during that Flint crisis? I saw some weird footage of Obama doing some sketchy shit um addressing that situation which was really disappointing like he i don't know if you've seen this i think it was in a michael moore documentary he mm -hmm. showed up to flint michigan i'm pretty sure it was flint and he gave a speech and he's like mm, i'm thirsty can i get some water and the crowd started like fucking gasping like <gasps> and then someone handed him a glass of tap water and he took the tiniest little sip and it was a huge slap in the face to the community. Like your water's fine. I just drank it. Like that's the way yeah. presidents act. Like even Obama was an asshole about the Flint thing, which is, it's a, it's a power dynamic. It seems like it's like, where, what are their priorities? That community is not their priority right now. Mississippi is not their priority, but there's an obvious fucking problem that, could be fixed, I'm sure, real quick if, like you guys said, if it was Beverly Hills or anywhere else, New York City, where the the population's just whatever it is. But 
at that presidential level at that executive in that executive branch they're they're just like man we got other shit to worry about we can they got other they got other things to worry about but look up that look up that obama i think it's in a i can't remember which michael moore film but that was like so disappointing to see him and i was like that's just some presidential shit like i know he doesn't really feel that way i know he doesn't really feel that way in his heart but Mm -hmm. he's got local politicians in his pocket that are donating something to him or he's doing a favor and he doesn't want to lose their votes and yada yada so he's got to win over whatever that local politician he's going to do whatever the local politicians that he needs he's going to do whatever they need him to do so he keeps them in his pocket that's just how it works you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know sorry that was like a weird weird well i mean you're right I just wanted to quote Kanye, and I had to go for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kanye knows everything. Uh, yeah. So, and I'll say some statistic I got in an article here. You know, speaking of that area demographic, it says today the city is more than eighty percent black in that Mississippi in that area. In the twenty-five. 25- of the residents live in poverty. So So they're not they're not eighty percent. They're not concerned about fixing that's why. But they need to do something. There's there's babies and stuff. The kids like the I was watching a video this morning about that, and like the, the parents were saying they have little newborn babies that they need to bathe and they they need to drink water and Nobody's really doing anything. They're getting a case, one case of uh, water a day. One that they have, case. One For case the- that they have to that they have to go home and and then they have to if, you know if you need it hot they got to boil it on the stove and they're telling mm-hmm. people to take showers with this nasty water but keep your mouth closed. That's what they're telling them. So they're giving them water from the Mississippi River. <laughs> you know how nasty that river is. That's exactly where it's coming from. Yeah, they're saying take showers with your mouth closed. I'm like, wow. She. I'm like, something has and, to be done. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And what's sad is like a third world country in America. That's what. That's, that's what how the they're getting was, treated. Yeah, that's what the people were saying that I was um that a video I was watching today that they said I feel like we live in a third world country. Yeah. Well, the That's true colors, say. the true colors really show when there's a, a huge catastrophe like this in a predominantly black community throughout the United States. The federal response is like abysmal. There's nothing. There's nothing done. And if it is done, it takes way too fucking long. That's just the way it works. And it's still fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it and it's sad. And it, this is always the case because look how many, you know, what like Katrina and all that natural disasters that happens down south in those areas, and the response is ridiculous to clean shit up and everything. You know, people bitched about that. You know, back then when Katrina happened, and it wasn't that long ago. I was an adult already working, but you guys all know the truth, being that this show right is predominantly white. 
but people keep it real. People, the older generations that make the, the decisions and are in power and control, they don't care. They don't care about blacks, Indians, Asians, Hispanics. They don't care if you're mixed and they don't care if you don't have no money because they want to separate us even more. And I'm telling you, all of this is a bigger plan than people realize. Like Chris is such a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm just also going to think outside the box and try to think for myself sometimes because I know even at Hanley, they didn't teach us the truth all the time. There was a curriculum somebody created. And that's just the reality. It's sad, but it's true. So if there's not the Tonys and Jasons and Chris's and people to help out, it's not going to change because the people that are in power and been doing it, they are doing this on purpose. It's not a coincidence. It keeps happening. You're exactly right. It's not at all. Yeah, I think um, um, the, uh, uh, the, the sentiment that you, you uh fuck i'm losing my thought sorry fellas um oh geez that uh <laughs> that they don't care about about the community or anything like that ever i just want to amend that a little bit if i could and say they do care at times when it benefits them and that's the bottom line if it's a hot button issue of the moment and there's an election cycle and there is uh, an issue that needs to be addressed and the public is clamoring about it and is going to vote the other way unless you address this issue. They will address the issue to get your vote. All they care about is votes and power. Whether their heart's there or not, who fucking knows? All they care about is who's in their pocket, what votes can they get? What power can they g- gain control of? And just that's it. The bottom line is not even their real fucking feelings. These aren't human beings, man. They're power hungry people that are get caught up in a game that forces them to not even act on their own fucking intuition. Yep. It's, it's a horrible game of numbers and the victims are the American people. And Sadly, minority communities all throughout the country suffer the most. Yeah. You know, and that's just the way it fucking goes. Mm-hmm. They got to keep their rich fucking friends happy. And that's it. They got to they gotta keep themselves rich and they got to keep their interests, their financial backers and everyone that's pumping money into their fucking machine happy. Mm-hmm. And then if you get fucked over. Oh, well. Fuck it, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. All right. I, but I, you know, I care about you. You know, on the surface, but when it comes down to it, no. Nope. I just, I just want your vote. Yeah. Yeah. And here's, here's another. I've stumbled upon another article. This gentleman who lives in Jackson. Here's another bullshit. How they treat people down there. Just to summarize it, he had a pipe freeze, a water pipe. So it took the water company three months to eventually uh, fix his water pipe to get into his house. And then I quote, it said, it really is just government mismanagement and a lack of caring about what happens in the inner city community. 
you go to these different communities outside of Jackson and you can see the difference. They will be they will put funding towards fixing their infracture over theirs. End quote. So see, it took them three months to fix that gentleman's water pipe that busted in his house. Well, who's it's whose complaints are louder, the rich people's or the poor people's, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like it's like it's, and it's 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 it, but I mean louder louder in the sense of um like funding like who's you know what I mean like they're not getting any money from the poor community because so the poor community th- is what you just said poor exactly so, so they're not they going to get funds exactly. it's all created on purpose and I'll be honest yeah so Bruno Mars is at least fifty percent black probably I don't know his whole <laughs> background. But I love Bruno Mars. He makes amazing music. He's my favorite. Actually, he's my favorite musician since Mike. I'll be honest. But he has a song called Uptown Funk. And what did he say? I ride in Harlem, Hollywood, Jackson, Mississippi. You know what I mean? I know y'all know that song. Yeah. Well, yeah. If 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 the rich white folks and certain not all white folks people because trust me I, and all white folks are not bad we never mean that but everybody that knows they know the truth is okay so Bruno where are you and and everybody else at even my man LeBron all these people y'all help y'all do things where y'all get on for this the same thing with the George Floyd and everything else get in the front line like Robert just said there's babies that aren't being fed and if they are they're being bathed in dirty ass water. Yep. So everybody That's has sad. to help. It's not about are you black or white, honestly, with me. It's about do you have a good heart? Do you want to help? Are you are you understanding that none of us survive without the help of somebody else's hand? And we've got to all do our part the most we can. Now, maybe us four don't all have money to help. I get it. But we would do our part if we if we were able to. But there's people so like they, and all these people that have so, so much they money they can throw why away. Don't they chip, why can't they chip in? It's so I'm easy. I'm not saying they can't, but don't give your money to no bullshit funds sometimes. Go and do it. Bring yeah. people. Help. Yeah. Show the right. actual supplies. Not Donald Trump throwing a paper towel in Puerto Rico. Like, oh, I helped you. Here's a paper <laughs> yeah, towel right. roll. But you know what I'm saying? Like, go yeah, and do something. Yeah. And I well, just don't understand us as people. We truly don't all the way care. Like, maybe we do. I'm going to be honest. I know I do, but it's sad how we just allow ourselves as humans to go to waste because of people want to be greedy and in power. Like I just said, like, that's it. Fuck Obama. <laughs> he, he made a big difference because he wasn't an old white man that won president. But as far as the different shit, I don't care who's controlling you and pulling your strings. That's one thing I would give only credit to Donald Trump. He did not care. I don't care if the white people's telling me to do this and that. I'm going to say my mind. He was wrong a lot, but he didn't care. Trump, I mean, not Trump, Bush, Clinton, not even Obama. Nobody does anything except for what they're being paid to do. And like Jason said, they have sponsors and donors and people backing them, politicians. Man, I'm going to still speak my mind. And kind of like we did with Hanley politics. I love everybody in Hanley. But that don't mean I'm not going to speak the truth about how I felt about it. Robert and uh, Burks and so many other people. Like, there was some wrong deals. Wayne, I'm going to speak it. But do you have all these opportunities? Money for Jason, Tony. Are they helping? Are they really helping? Or are they just looking good to the outside, kind of like we do? We want to help Ukraine and China, but we don't want to help Mississippi and Flint. 
crazy. Nope, I, it I frustrates me, man. And, and it really gets me upset, man, because we do it to ourselves as people. I can't blame just any race or, or religion. I, I blame us. We're people. You wake up every day, you're blessed. Now go help somebody. That's how you make a difference. Yeah. And hopefully, because I, I haven't been paying close attention to the situation in Mississippi at all, so I can't speak on it, but hopefully local politicians and people in power are people with influence are helping or trying to get people to help because that's the best way to help is locally. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, we can send money and (laughs) thoughts and prayers and all that shit, but like, uh, yeah, locally, hopefully uh, people are, you know, putting boots on the ground and like providing something that they can provide because that's direct. That's immediate. That's, that's the thing, you know? Mm. And I see your point, Chris, you know, like, I don't know, for example, anybody famous, LeBron or whatever, they make all them, well, he's a billionaire now, but when they put money towards schools and whatever, so when something like this happens, we'll throw a million or something. That's what I, I was thinking. You know, I like, well, the first one that comes to mind is what Drew Brees when Katrina happened, didn't he, like, throw a shitload of money, didn't he, when Katrina happened? Probably like millions and millions of dollars, you know. And you know where those dollars go? Who owns the water that they're going to give back? Who owns that? The 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 second greatest hustle ever invented to me, putting water in a bottle and selling it. That's unbelievable to me. You want to buy something that I can get out of my house? I hear you. <laughs> I, no, I'm being honest. I've always felt like that. I can't get Dude. Gatorade out of my faucet, not even milk or apple juice, but I can get water. And Dude, so Just real quick, Chris. The reason these people give Tony is going back to those people that are partly responsible for not really caring and helping. Dude, Chris, because money's fake. When you when you mentioned bottled water, are we not the generation that experienced the boom of bottled water? Like we were of the we age, are the generation when we, that when experienced we, the boom of everything except for babies that happened just before us. Well, maybe, maybe oh, Tony, because he was born in the 70s, but the rest of us, like, we just passed it. We came but, in the crack epidemic era. But you're oh, right. Look at you now. But you're right. When <laughs> when bottled water became a thing, because we all remember when it became a thing in the stores, my thought was, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck it's is... It's free. Why would I why, go buy that? Exactly. Why the fuck would I buy a bottle of water? I still Why think I that now. It's, it's out of necessity. It's out of necessity. That's it. Like if you're on the road or something. To me. <laughs> it's it is. It's the second biggest hustle. The first biggest hustle. I got a building I just put up. And you can give me all your money. When you want it back, I'll give you some. Well, the biggest like, hustle. The I don't want... That's so crazy, too. The biggest like hustle. I don't want to offend anybody. You're giving religion, somebody your money it. to hold. You can't hold your own money. <laughs> like yeah that's just me though i know and i can go on and on for days but i'm serious fellas like it's, it's sad that we do this to ourselves as people maybe we aren't donald trump and lebron james and those are just celebrity kind of famous because there's people way way more wealthier than that but the truth is don't just put your name out there and be like oh he donated this and that now for my event coming up yes donate because we appreciate it because you're giving back to the community and the kids. We know what's going on. But for this kind of thing, do you really know where that money's going when you donate to Katrina or 9-11? Because I don't see a lot of differences in, in what happened for those situations. 
all we need to do is have a genuine heart that everybody is somebody's kid, even if they're older. And it was somebody's kid one day. Oh, how did you get homeless? You stink. You ain't got this and that. They're begging for money. Are you in that situation? And probably not. So then shut the fuck up. And how can you help that person get out of the situation? Don't be blaming them because they're on drugs or streets or money or they're trying to survive too. And that's all life is. And the reason I'm where I'm at and Robert and so many others, even you two fellas, is, is because we had people that gave enough love to us to help us get through and teaches us at those young ages, there's something more out there than just being stupid and running around. And we Thanks. took it for, we took it for what we took it for, but we want to help give back. I don't understand when people be like LeBron. I think LeBron is better outside of basketball than basketball. I'm not, I'm not hating. He's definitely top five or 10 all time. I get it. But yes, he does more on, off the court than Jordan ever did. Okay. That doesn't mean he's better, but you know what? They should both be out here helping. And I don't want to see all oh, Jordan donated. 2 million and LeBron won. Like I hear you, Rob, you said donate a million, a million dollars to him. is like you and me finding a penny in our couch and trying to give it to somebody. People have money. One Buffett and who's above me? Elon Musk. Now they have money to give everybody in the world, like 10, $20. Could you imagine giving every person in the world? $20? Like, I'm still good. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm using $10, $20. I'm talking about all 7.5 or 8 billion people in the world. You can give every one of them $20 and be like, I'm still good. I can chew. That's crazy, but we can't help each other. But we can't help each other. We want to go to war with Ukraine and Russia. We want to kill Mississippi and Louisiana and and Michigan. Like, that doesn't make no sense to me. I'm sorry. I'm not not going to keep talking, fellas. But to me, no, no lie. Like, if I really get into what I love about life, it's about making people happy and smile. And that's all it takes is people like us to help, man. And it, and it frustrates me because this, this Mississippi water crisis is fake. There's no way there's a water crisis. We sell it in bottles. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, I, the, the crisis is getting it, getting, getting treated water to homes, which I guess is an infrastructure problem because they had pump failures and they can't replace the pumps apparently. And there's there's major structural failures that shouldn't have happened with, I guess, proper maintenance. But they're, I'm sure, don't have enough money to even upkeep the whatever failed them, you know. And th- now that it's offline, trying to get it back locally, th- they can't do it. And federally, they're not helping enough to get them back on track and get water into homes to just, I, I mean, you know, when the power goes out and you don't have power, even for just a few hours, your whole fucking life changes. <laughs> imagine because we're used um, to it. We're used to it. Of course. So but you imagine, grew up on Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. But imagine not having, you grew up on Tom Arnold on your house. Hashtag true lies. You can't even, you can't even use the bat. You can't even flush. You can't do anything. Yeah, you can't do anything. That's going to get real intense real quick. Well, and and to put that in perspective, we were in Mexico and you can't drink the water there, but it's safe. It's safe to take a shower in and you can brush your teeth with it. But don't swallow it. That's what they're saying. Don't swallow it. This water, this water, (laughs) they're saying not even to take a shower. Like you can't bathe in it. You can't brush your teeth in it. You can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it is. And Zeb, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I'm glad you made it out of Mexico because we was worried about you. 
Oh, I don't even want to be stuck there, man. Everybody's trying to get out of that place. That ship's sinking. Yeah, They're nuts. grabbing life rafts. I love Mexico. Certain parts of Mexico, man. I'd stay if I could. Some certain places. Don't don't go to Juarez. <laughs> well, yeah, you, gotta be, you gotta be near the water down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like like the ocean water, not the running water. You know what I mean. <laughs> but back back to what Jason was saying about you know the infrastructure and all that and the damage. What I what I don't get is it's still America, and I don't understand like when electricity goes out. Like what we had a major storm the other day, and what twenty damn telephone poles fell on Cincinnati Road somewhere out there. Yep. Damn. Look, what yeah, the hell? It was like, dude. I guess it was a domino effect. Yeah, they felt like like domino. on Greenwood Street. Was it like Greenwood. a tornado or something? No, it was what just, it dude. It was what like caused... serious winds. Oh, that looked man. like something out of a movie. Yeah, I saw it. It was on crazy. You, not YouTube, but on Facebook, and I was like, yeah. "What?" And the thing is, they fixed it in like. It was a short amount, like, I mean, maybe people were out of power, I guess, 24 hours. I forget how long. Mm -hmm. But to me, you have, we have enough companies and all this construction companies and everything. If they can fucking pay the interstate, you know, over when they really want to do something, they can get it done in no time. It's about money. Yeah. If, they can if somebody get it pays and they could build a new pump, but somebody's got to pay them for that. Yeah, it, they can get it done in no time. Okay. So this water crisis, if they really want to do, they could go in there and knock that shit out, but they don't care. Yeah. And like we've said right from the beginning, it's the demographic. Well, Mississippi is one of the poorest states, so they can't afford to do it. So but the federal thing, government should step in, but they that, haven't. Well, that's what I'm saying. They He's, could step in. They could, but they don't want to, and that's the problem. Well, we'll just send you a twelve pack of bottled water. Let it last <laughs> for a week. Take here, use it to take a bath. It's just pour spring water on your head. Yep. Yeah. That's I mean, some concern for you. I order all food and product for my job for my my restaurant I work in. I get water a uh, twenty four pack every day. I buy more than one, obviously, but I get them. They're five fifty a pack. Five. 25 actually a pack we mm-hmm. sell how many bottles is 24 i just said we buy for 525 the whole thing yeah we sell each one for two dollars five dollars and 25 cents for 24 bottles of water it's cheaper here you can get and a, we sell what? them for two dollars each jason Jesus so we just Christ. made i just dollars and 75 cents off the pack dollars off the pack well that's how much we make off of it that's My team gets to drink water for free all day. Just ring it in for inventory, but you drink it for free. But yet we can't help. I, I, yeah. That's why I'm like, this is full of BS. And I don't care what nobody in the world says. I'm Chris, there. Chris, you need it's to BS. You, Chris, lose your job by ordering 10,000 cases of water through your job and have them sent to City Hall down there in Jackson. Just get the you get the billing address to if you I get the billing, that, billing would, address to your no, restaurant. I, if I address. could, I would, but those trucks come to New York and Jersey only. <laughs> yeah, if I can make the driver go down there, I would, but I, I can't. I don't have the money to pay him to go down there because he probably drop, like, all right, hell yeah, I'll go. No, yeah. that's dope. But people like even LeBron and Trump, Trump, they have money to do it, but they don't. Well, that that's a 
thing too. Get this shit straight from the manufacturer, right? Well, yeah, so, like why, everything yeah. is so much cheaper when it comes straight from the distributor. Don't don't worry about the yeah. Maybe that's the solution. Don't worry about what rich people are doing. Why don't the water companies provide fucking water yeah, when there's yeah. when there's a right. fucking calamity right. like this? Why don't they? Don't worry about what LeBron James does with his money. What's the water fucking? What is what's the water manufacturers? Water. That's what a weird term. Water manufacturers. You yes. know. So, what are the water Jason, companies? You know doing? what that makes sense. You remember the George Floyd thing that happened? Obviously, they were asking Brooklyn and the Bronx and stuff. Why are you tearing up your own city? You're going to tear up Macy's and Target mm. and this and that. But the truth of it was because it was being staged and then they were setting up young kids to be stupid. Well, oh, we're tearing up. Okay. Is Target and Walmart really out there trying to do a difference because of the George Floyd cop situation? Because I don't think they were. They were trying to preserve their their locations of their stores. Like, oh, don't tear our stuff up. Well, Jason, yeah. but they Chris, weren't out there really trying to make a difference. They didn't care about Mick Chauvin or whoever that dude is, and and George Floyd. They was like, "Don't tear our business." Well, that you guys make a good point because if those companies donate, what do companies get from donating? They get Walmart can feed everybody a tax write off. Yeah, they get they get it's it benefits them to do it things. Benefits like that. them. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know who makes the decisions, obviously, in a corporate massive corporations. Uh, it's I'm sure it's very complicated because of money. It's all because of money. It all oh, comes on the money and the bottom line. Like, why can't uh, like Nestle or fucking Coca-Cola donate Dasani water? Why can't why can't companies like that just send pallets and pallets of fucking water or i mean even uh, jugs of water like why can't why can't they just send because uh, i don't even know even though what what hinders them from from providing not just fresh drinking water but like literally tubs of fucking clean water to get shit done in to bathe in to you know what i mean just to have a fucking just send an industrial size. I don't even know how many gallon, fifty gallon tub of fresh water to a house so they can <laughs> take baths or some shit. I don't know. What, what stops? What stops them? It, money. They need money. Money because those companies own, exist to make a profit. Yeah, and then their ship, their shipping costs, and then they got to pay the employees oh, yeah, to, yeah. to yeah, work. Exactly. To, and then oh, it's yeah, just they, the, the bottom line doesn't make sense. We can't help because it's gonna. We're gonna we're gonna make uh, three billion today instead of you know four. Exactly. So yeah. We're not it, we're not gonna we're not gonna help people. At, yeah. at the water company, if somebody made that suggestion in a meeting, somebody else would stand up and then shoot them how, in the face with a real gun. You know, do you know how much that's going to? Because it's America. Are you crazy? <laughs> you're gonna, fucking fired. Right. That's, right. that's going to cost us two hundred thousand yeah, one day. Fired. No fucking yeah. way. Yeah. I'm serious. That's what they think oh, about it's a business. It's I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. We'll oh we'll send, we'll send that pallet of water to Jackson on your salary because you're fucking fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's coming out of your paycheck, then. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. So yeah, I I don't. Know. So 
Definitely all I got. We've talked about all of this, and definitely myself. How are us, as BWO Lost Rhetoric, and individually, how are we going to try to help? Do we have solutions? Because the one thing I'll say about complaining is nobody needs to complain because everybody has issues. Nobody cares to hear our complaints because everybody has one. What is the solution? Or is there any way that Lost Rhetoric, BWO, Robert Fowler, Jason, we're all going to help? Zeb, how are we going to try to do something? You need millions of dollars to fix it. No, we don't. See, there's a difference too because we've been brainwashed. We don't need millions of dollars. Like people don't need a face mask to just sit next to their neighbor. 180,000 people without water. You can send a case of water and it's it's nice, but it's not going to fix the problem. Well, a little bit. If like who the hell wants to send a case of water? We just said it's free. How are we going to? legitimately try to make a difference and help people not just in mississippi in general well if you always think money we're never going to win bro we're never going to win we're not in that top echelon i don't have that mindset you can't a little bit always help but we can help in certain ways that's it as long as we do certain things to help somebody i mean that makes a big difference i can tell y'all firsthand because i know people that i i can't believe I'm still here because they helped me. Like one way or another, they had gave me a better opportunity and it's made me become somebody who's lived to see 41 fucking years of life. We got to be able to help people. If if Robert and y'all talking about babies aren't being fed, it's not about a million dollars being given or a case of water. What are we really going to do to help? Well, you, you start by making noise. And more people are like making yeah, noise right. is not going to do nothing but keep up. babies up at night that ain't even eat. No, I'm how are we going to help water. those babies? Zeb? What for, if your kids for, ain't eating tomorrow? For the water, raise no, hell. no. What if your kids aren't eating tomorrow? So they have no water, no fluids. They're only going to eat a dry piece of carrot cake. That was nice. I, I don't know. Who's got carrot cake to spare? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, just, but I mean, I mean, Chris, we can't, I mean, they're eating carrots. And we're not going to come up with the answer right now. Daddy. You know what I mean? Well, well we got to come up with some ways we can help. Well, and I would love to know how y'all think individually. Like, how, how was there ways we can do in our own communities and stuff to help? Or Chris, you got to move somewhere else. You keep freezing up. Well, I think you got to have the right leaders. In That's place fine. Because I can freeze. You love Mortal Kombat. Hey, we we pay taxes, so you need people in office that are going to use our tax money to fix these problems. What always starts it, it does come with money, unfortunately. No waiting for an election to help people that's dying right now, Mississippi. Sometimes you've got to understand. I don't care about Bush, Obama, Clinton. They're not making a difference, dude. Oh, I want to vote. Okay, in a certain year, November, because there's always something set aside for us to do it, like Halloween and Christmas. What are you doing today to help make a difference? Yes, I'm calling you out individually, Zeb. What can we do to make a difference? Oh, I'm, I'm making this episode, and that's more than 300 million other American citizens are doing today. Do you really feel like that's helping? No, nobody. Have I haven't no seen nobody else speak up about it. You're right about that, but how but now are we going to help? I'm doing more than 300 million people are doing, right? Now that we are speaking, though, how can we make a difference? And how can we encourage other people to try to help make a difference? I think you can only control um, what you can control. Uh, that, and I think if something were happening to my town in Silverton, Oregon, 
right now there was a water crisis and my son and my family was in a crisis, I would not be thinking about what the people in Mississippi can do for me because uh, everyone's got their own problems. I would, I would say control what you can control, uh, take care of your family, take care of yourself, take care of your community. And, um, but it like breed joy and love and happiness and put that out into the world and always be as positive as you possibly can be to, to influence society in that way, instead of negatively and don't buy, buy into all the negative politics and divisive divisive stuff that's going on in the country in the world right now that helps people just like start a day like when you wake up in the morning and you don't dread looking at the news to find out how fucked up the world is like maybe it can get better as time progresses because people are better and you are better like you are better your family's better and it just snowballs but as for, as for what we can do to, for Mississippi, all you can do from where you are is like literally fucking donate money or physical things like or go there and actually do something. Uh, but me personally, I don't have the funds to do shit like that. <laughs> so I'm not. So uh, all I can say is, man, I feel for you down there and I hope it all works out. And I hope the people that are supposed to be working for you and the people that you voted for and the people that you pay taxes uh, towards to that are supposed to be helping you actually fucking help you. And I, I hope the system actually does work one day because that'd be that'd be pretty fucking nice. Right. Well, well said. I'm right I probably couldn't have said it any better than that. I know. <laughs> Control what you can control. I mean, I want to help. I want to help everybody, just like you, Chris. But we're broke, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? But I but mean, our mind and our heart is in the right spot. So what are the, well, people, that's what is the a, money doing? And that's huge. That's huge. More people who live and exude positivity genuinely really do affect the world. I really believe that. If you come across a person in your daily life, even if you're in a good mood, but they are, you recognize their genuine positivity and happiness, it affects you for that moment. It, it might not drag on for the rest of your life, but like what a joy that is to provide that to someone or at least be aware that someone had that effect on you. That's really good. And mm -hmm. you just got to keep doing that and try to, you don't have to force it, but just try to be a positive person forever. Yep. I agree. So I, say, I, hey, I appreciate that, man. That's what it should be. Yeah. Except for... Positive vibes, positive blessings, man. Be positive. Help somebody smile today. That's all we can do. You're right. You might not remember tomorrow, and you can't take it with you tomorrow. But for that moment, and that's all we have. So we're always worried about the past, which we can't change. Tomorrow, what are we going to do in five years? What's happening on Labor Day? Who cares? 
That's why I tell some of my best friends, I'm like, oh, they'd be like, I can't do this now. I got to work tomorrow. I'm like, you are how old? You're going to say that for 30 or 40 more years. Like, cut it out. Enjoy your life. <laughs> and most of us don't have our own business. So we're working and helping somebody else's dream. So in the meantime, we need to enjoy it. Try to put a smile on somebody's face, whether it's your kid, your family, your wife, or just somebody you meet. Man, help them smile if that's all you can do. That's a great thing. I love that, Jason. Good ass. I really do love that. Yep, you're right. Yeah, we all need to work. I mean, I'm not the best at it, but I try. Well, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, keep trying. Yeah. Robert, Robert likes Florida State. They play LSU tonight. Big game. Oregon lost, but they played a big team in Ohio State with LeBron and Brownie at the game. UVA, yeah. hoorah, they beat Richmond. And then my cues, so I'm a Syracuse fan, been there for 32 years, and we beat Louisville. But ironically, there's a running back that we have. His last name is Tucker. His name is Sean Tucker, and he had 98 yards rushing and 85 yards receiving, three touchdowns, and I'm excited for our season. Yeah, you got to get that Tucker jersey. Are we, are Sean we on, Tucker. Are we on the for Syracuse. Now? Hey, Tony, yeah, don't do that because Jason loves Syracuse and come basketball. So in a day, he'd rather have a Syracuse jersey than a UVA beat Richmond. Yeah, Chris jumped right into college football. He's moving on. Because so, the Mississippi so, River is going to continue to run. So we yeah. got to keep <laughs> So, So blessings. Jason ended on the, the Mississippi thing. So blessings to them. So, yeah, we'll move on to college football. I think we said all we need to say on that. Wanted to say. So, again, Just Chris. Please, what, people, if you can help, get out there and help. Yep. So, yeah, what would you say about Syracuse? They suck. We won 37. <laughs> I got to see the second half when I got home from work last night. And Jason, do you like Syracuse? Wayne was like, oh, we y'all beat Louisville. That. But I'm like, okay, we played a conference opponent, and you guys played Richmond. So I don't want to hear but, that. I love so? Virginia schools that end up playing us. But ODU upset Virginia Tech. JMU won. Um, look, shout out to Virginia schools. Emo had a pretty decent game yesterday. Stephen Daly, shout out. They went out to his first game ever in college, went out to Washington to play the Pac-12 school. They lost. But next week, they got to go to number nine in the country, Oklahoma, which is amazing. That's awesome for that young man. Shout out to Stephen Daly. But Syracuse is nice, Tony. I don't want to hear y'all ever talk about Florida, EJ, or you. The real orange is Syracuse. And what's our nickname? Orange. That's it. Y'all are not. Y'all are wahoo. Hey, don't hate just because we beat the shit out of Richmond. But y'all, y'all not better than us. That's all. Go hey. Go Florida State. Not better than us. Florida, Florida State, State plays tonight, Robert. You excited? Yeah, they do. yeah, I just hope we can get a dub. We've been down. Y'all play for a LSU. That's a big game in the swamp. That's a yeah. I hope we can get it. They ain't gonna win. LSU's gonna win. I hope not. Right now. What what's LSU rank? Neither Rankings of, don't mean nothing. Neither, neither one of them are ranked. Yeah, that could change that. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you the craziest game yesterday. Abolition State. The, yeah. App State. And who did they play? Uh, I thought it was the craziest yeah. game. You, you don't know? <laughs> no, it, it oh. was I forget. They played UNC. Yeah, UNC. UNC. That game, it was going back and forth, back and forth. Dude, I think it was they said there was 10 touchdowns scored yeah. in the fourth quarter alone combined. Jesus Christ. Dude, that game was wild. I watched the highlights. Recording. 
no defense. And, oh my God, it was yeah, ridiculous. Sam, both both like, defensive coordinators are already fired. Yeah, they probably <laughs> fired them by or probably in the fourth quarter. Okay. Yeah, sixty three to sixty one final. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And another close one was uh NC Dude. NC State in East Carolina. The East Carolina kicker. Uh, yeah, Zeb just brung it up. Like, they, Appalachian State scored 40 points in the fourth quarter in one <laughs> Jesus quarter. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Did anybody see the end of the Florida Gators game? What is that, Robert? You kind of – I said, did anyone see it. the end of that uh, um, Florida Gators game? That was a good game. Who did they, who did they beat? Utah or something? Yeah, Utah. Yeah, they beat number seven Utah. That's they, the numbers don't really mean nothing. Like, yeah, they yeah. they have to be funny. Those Midwest and West Coast schools they can't beat the SEC big dogs like Georgia and Florida and, and Alabama. They're just nah, they're different. But I yeah. watched that game. It what affected Utah was that humidity, that Florida humidity. There was kids oh, on Utah yeah, throwing up. Oh, dude. dude, they were throwing humidity? up. Humidity? There's there's kids from Florida on that team for well, sure. Like there was oh, some yeah. of them, dude. They were there are hurling and shit. At, well, every college football whatever. team in this country has kids from Florida. Well, so, I don't know. Well, it's I'll crazy. look at their roster. They You're acting like the whole U- yeah. There's every every college D1 team in the country in every sport has a player from well, Florida on it. Well, one player ain't gonna make a difference. I, well, I'm just saying, Florida <laughs> people. Yeah, whatever. Florida. They, uh, the Gators they crazy. picked it off in the end zone. They were, the other team was yeah. like on the five yard line. They threw a pass and Duke picked it off with like nine or eight seconds left mm-hmm. to seal the win. Mm-hmm. But one, one surprising game to me was I, I was looking forward to this one game too was Oregon and Georgia. And I thought Me it was going to be a really good game, and Georgia beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. the See, but that goes, that goes back to what Chris said, and it's fucking true. You, uh, The best West Coast team, unless it's like USC at its greatest, cannot fuck with the SEC yeah. ever, ever. And it's been proven in the in the championship game. Like, Oregon, as good as they have ever been, Cannot when it comes down to it, it's not the same. Yeah, I mean you're right. I mean, it's the way it's. They're just yeah, but I could. I mean, three points though. Three, three points is like real bad. That's. I mean, Oregon and I don't know. I don't. I don't follow Oregon. I live in Oregon, but I don't follow them. Um, but uh, Nick's from Auburn transferred to Oregon. Bo right? Nick's. Yeah, Bo yeah. He should have yeah. stayed at Auburn, dude. What is he doing? Yeah, yeah. Oregon quarterbacks that. are not traditionally successful in the NFL. He should have stayed at Auburn. I think that's a bad, a bad decision. Yeah, yeah I don't, part. I don't get why he. And then know. no touchdowns in his first game, <laughs> dude. Ooh. I watched somebody because I, I turned it off because I'm like, yeah, this is getting bad, and he was making horrible decisions. I mean, he was thrown into triple coverage, and yeah. I'm like. I turned the I turned the game off too. Yeah, it was bad. And I was just like, yeah. If there's one, if there's one thing I've noticed about Oregon Duck football is it doesn't translate to the NFL at all. I don't know what it is. It never. It doesn't make any. You can have. They never have good running backs. 
their receivers never make it. Their fucking quarterbacks never make it. I mean, Mariota is the closest thing they've got to someone that's actually decent. You know, that's what I told Chris earlier. It was like, go Falcons. Mariota was yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I dude, and I'm I'm rooting for Mariota in Atlanta. I think he could thrive there. I hope he does. I think he's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he could. I like Mariota. I mean, he's he's talented. He is. He's not bad. But uh, another good game was uh, the backyard brawl. Pittsburgh and West Virginia. Yeah, that was a great game. That was really good. What happened there? I didn't didn't because uh, I haven't paid attention to anything. Pittsburgh won on the interception. Yeah, they won twenty-eight twenty-one. No, thirty-eight thirty-one. Thirty-eight thirty-one. Yeah, it was a tie ball game, and Pitt intercepted it. And took it, Ran it back. 60, 70 yard pick hmm. six to win it. So that was a really good game. I think that was what Thursday night game or something like that. Thursday night, yep. That, that was a really good one. So there there were some games. And then uh another one was uh who was let me go to let me find it because it was uh ECU freaking blue one against NC State because they're ranked 13th. They lost 21 to 20. ECU had scored and to tie the game up, and the field goal kicker missed the extra point to tie it. But then ECU gets another chance to win the game. He missed what? It. The field goal kicker misses the field goal at the end of the game. It looked like a chip shot, too. Yeah, it was. I don't. I forget how long, but it was not that far. He it wasn't yanked, far. He, he, he yanks he, it. He pulled it right. Yeah. God. That guy. <laughs> they probably, I you could, know. I couldn't believe that. He probably is not showing his face on campus for the maybe I the whole year so. after that. It'd be hard. Yeah, that an would... extra point, and it can redeem yourself sure. to win the game. And did it again. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, the only. The one game that I, the only game that I watched was Notre Dame, OSU, Ohio State. And to answer your question, I heard you earlier. If you you asked if I was a Syracuse fan, uh, I am when it comes to basketball. Yeah, that's what I thought. But not because when I was growing, I'm a, I've always been a Notre Dame football fan. But when I was a kid, like Notre Dame basketball was nothing. I didn't I never saw a Notre Dame game. I didn't even know they had a basketball team. <laughs> Because they were no good. <laughs> yeah, but they're good now. Yeah, and I now actually, they are. I do like Notre Dame basketball, but I do still have – I still do love Syracuse basketball. And, Chris, I don't know where he went, but – such a, Anthony. Uh, no, pre – like, I'm a Lawrence Moten guy. Like He goes back. Yeah, I, was, I was way more into – and one, one of the other reasons why my favorite number is 21 is Lawrence Moten and Dominique. But – um. Yeah, Notre Dame fucking blew it yesterday. I, I I turned the TV on and we were up ten to seven, and then we lost twenty one to ten or something. It was just, and yeah. that's the other that's the other thing about these early rankings, like Notre Dame's five, o, OSU's two, but after this, like you know, I mean that could be the only game Notre Dame loses and we still get in the championship. You know, I mean it's yeah. just means it means they nothing. And why have such a huge game the first week? There's always why one. are you gonna have number two play number five in the first week? 
Save that for mm-hmm. the middle of the season yeah, or you something know what I mean? like that. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, these teams are still figuring shit out. Like that is a major game. Yeah. And it could and it could hurt Notre Dame, you know, like they might not even have a chance to right. play in the playoff. Right. But, but that is such a huge game to yeah. come out the gate with. Like that's national mm-hmm. championship game. Yeah, pretty much. Like it could like, be like that's, that's kind of shitty for for the loser you know but but jason i watched that game too notre dame screwed this was the play i told dad because he missed it that killed notre dame they were playing cover two like the whole get like and it's funny because the announcers jinxed them they had just said man a lot of teams are going to play ohio state just like notre dame is back off cover two because they have a lot of speed at receiver and they're like Keep them in front of them. Dude, remember they when they scored that touchdown to go ahead, uh, uh, the post route? What did Notre Dame do right when they said they blitzed both their safeties? And I'm thinking, who the hell does that and do was just wide open? Because it was one-on-one cover. And I'm like, why? They hadn't done it all game, and that just changed the momentum. I'm like, you know. And it was a defensive game anyway, you know, low score and what I'm like, you blitz both your safeties. And oh man, of course the quarterback saw that. Like one-on-one cover dude was just open. I'm like, that was that was the play that changed the game right there. Well, that's coaching that and it was third third and long. And I'm like, mm. and yeah, it was like third and something like I'm like, oh wow. I mean, regardless, I'm like, that was just dumb. Like just hold them right there, at least kick a fit, and it would have tied the game up. Oh right. wow. Momentum mm-hmm. changer. But yeah. No, uh, Nor- well, Notre Dame is another one of those teams when we got into the national championship against I think Alabama or whatever. Mm-hmm. When Manti Teo was like Yeah, Manti Teo. We got annihilated. It was <laughs> embarrassing. That was Nick Saban. And that's the Alabama. same. Sh- yeah, that was the same. Y'all should actually watch that documentary, man. It's I, pretty I deep. did. I did. Yeah, it's pretty it's weird to watch, honestly, but it's pretty deep too, man. It's wow. Yeah, like, I haven't watched he got it done, yet. he got done wrong in like a million ways, but it's still it's a weird it's a weird documentary to watch. It is. And I'm I'm another glad good they one did is it. the Tim Donahue one, the, the one that the ref where he cheated. I just watched stuff, that but, last night. I watched Oh, that, that that's one. a really good one, isn't it? Yeah, there's a there's a whole podcast series. Uh, about it with him in it that's even deeper oh wow um, i need to check that, that out I, that I think i think it's called whistleblower yeah oh that makes sense dude it's it's <laughs> it's it's like a few hours of in-depth interviews and deep deep story of what that guy did and, and he's involved well Shaq and kobe yeah. and jordan games were changed because of shit like that well, think, think, we dude, can think, think about it think but they did those players might not have known it but the ref knew it and some of the refs knew it and dude, think about it think, i never this is the this is what i took away and man we're going off subject here but like when when you talk about we this, always this, do but but when you when you talk about this this refing scandal of him uh, altering games, uh, that podcast really made me think about uh, how to look at the NBA and how it's it's refereed because he didn't change 
he didn't determine who won or lost. He determined who won and by how much mm-hmm. by calling fouls. He was trying to cover the spread a lot of the time. So he wasn't making teams win or lose. He but was that making, all plays was, a part in it. If you don't was, call certain fouls or travels, then maybe that exactly, exactly. But he was controlling the score. That's what yeah. he was doing. It was fuck. It's like fucking insane <laughs> when you realize how easy it is for a ref <laughs> to call simple fouls to oh, yeah. change the momentum and keep the score where not to make a team lose, but to make to keep them where they are. It it is crazy is insane now. to think about. Mm-hmm. Insane to think about and, if that happens all the time and how easy it is. And what. And have you seen that? And then when you see players complain, you you know why now. Like, yeah. a and lot of it is bullshit. Who was that college player who started getting paid by somebody? The same thing. I can't remember. It was in the eight. I watched the document. He played for Not Arizona. Tony. Tony was my kid. I think he played for Arizona, and he was shaving points and doing the same thing. Yeah, that's blue chips. No, but I can't oh, think. Of- it was the point guard he played at. Um, man, what was his name? Stoudemire. Stoudemire. Stoudemire? No, 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 no. But from Arizona. No, he, yeah, I he he, at, no, he played at Arizona State. The point yep. guard, Arizona State. James Harden. No, 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 no. No, this was back. This was this was. I yeah. think oh, was like back in the eighties or early nineties. I know early. They Early made a 90s. documentary about yep, him too. They made a doc- yeah. yes on Netflix. The yes. uh, lose the losers documentary series. It's called yep. Losers. Yeah, but he played dude, at Arizona State, yeah, and he, but, he was shaving points. And I it's forget crazy how he would cover it, like he controlled it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's right. What was his name? That's I can't he, remember. He totally ruined his whole career. Yep. Ruined yeah, but he, his. You, and then I went back and watched. He would throw the ball away, or, and you could see it plain as day, man. Yeah, throw like, the ball out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Like, it, it was crazy. Or miss a shot horribly. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, it was wild. You know, but, you know, people. His name is Bill Frater. What is it? It's who? It happened in 1989. What What's was his name? name? Tom Frazier. The kid from Arizona. Arizona State, actually. Yeah, yeah what's, what's his what's name? His, it's, his last name is Smith, right? I don't remember. Um, it I'm, says Stephen Smith. That's that's, yeah, but yep, Stephen is S-T-E-V-I-N. Yep. Yeah. Just <laughs> Steve, Steve Smith. Right. Yep. No, that's right. The, the Netflix series is called Bad Sport. Yep, and there's a whole episode about the point shaving thing that yeah, this guy Smith. Yeah, man, blue chips came out that that year. Was made after that. That's a real good one to watch too. It says right here. It says he allegedly nabbed twenty thousand dollars for shaving points. Didn't he go? Did he go to jail? I I don't think maybe he did. For it, but I know he definitely ruined his. Can't hear a word of whoever's talking. Something's happening. Everyone's frozen. Jason, I don't know what you're doing, but you're screwing the whole show up. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. It might be my internet. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Everything's good over here for me. But yeah, we're getting all 
kinds of good stuff there. People shaving points and refs and everything. We're getting, we're dropping knowledge on people. It's like check all these shows out. But I don't know. Does anybody else got anything on college football or any big games like the Florida State game tonight? It'll be huge in LSU. What happened in Mississippi? What did happen? The water shortage. Mississippi football. What happened? They, what it? What it, did they do well? What are they doing for their community? What are the universities doing? That's hey, that's a good question. Did did anyone win? Did anyone lose? Did anyone like make a, a statement? What happened? I just lost it. Look, I had it all up, man, and now I just closed it out. I don't know about the Mississippi. Did, did the did the players refuse to drink water on the sidelines throughout the whole game in protest? <laughs> like yeah, what happened? Right. What happened to Mississippi? Well, I was, like how are them players getting fresh water. I was. Let me see. Ole Miss. They did win twenty at home. Yes, at home. See, they need to be donating those fucking jugs of water. I. I joked with Chris about that. He didn't think it was funny, but I'm like, Chris, I was like, you think Deion Sanders and Jackson State are going to have a water shortage? No, hell no, they're not. Like, and it is a good point. Like, but then as a, as a community, as I mean, universities are a part of the local community. They should be anyway. Public schools should be fucking helping any way they can. Like, Come the water the water that we use to water our fucking campus. We're not going to water. Our, let's let our grass die. I don't give a fuck. Let's give that fresh water to people. Yeah, all that's a good point. Why not? Yeah, yeah there's sprinkler systems popping up automatically every just water in the grass. Prioritize um, that shit. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Jason uh, and Robert. It's been fun. So, Jason, you give a shout out, um, you know, your podcast, everything you do. Let the people know again. Uh, Lost Rhetoric podcast. Uh, I come out with an episode whenever I want. My my next guest is actually Chris Tucker. We're going to be talking uh, about the moon landing because Chris refuses it's- to believe that anyone's ever been on the moon. <laughs> but we're but we're going to talk conspiracy. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to do research on uh conspiracy theories about the moon landing because there's many and they're fun oh. to dig in. there's fun they're fun to dig into uh and i have another podcast called dr donut and the dingus where we give advice to people who need advice so write your questions to donut dingus pod at gmail.com and we will answer all of your questions for fun and probably change your life uh for good or ill and uh, that's that's it, man. Um, Robert, it's good hanging out with you again, throwing some blocks course. so you can weave around me <laughs> and uh, score some score some touchdowns. Uh, yeah, yep. it's it's all it's always fun having you know you guys on because you're always willing to just jump on at last minute because we were supposed to have Andrew Mudd, but he was busy today. Something came up last second, so hopefully we'll have him on. God, I haven't talked to Andrew. You know, ever. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have him on soon, but you guys are like our emergency guests and always have the, you know, always fun to have on. So guys, we appreciate it. I think we lost Chris again. He must have lost signal or phone died, but 
Yeah, I appreciate you guys, and you all have a good evening. Yep. And we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. So all appreciate right. it. Yep. Thanks, Brian. Right. Yep. yep. Right. Have a good one. See you later. Have a good one, guys. All right. Later. We'll see you. So everyone, that was you know our good friend Robert Fowler and my brother Jason Dinges. So that'll wrap it up for this week's episode. So check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us. And also now, I think I mentioned before, we have a website now, brotherswithopinions.com. And we are still working on that. We're going to get merchandise and what else, Seb? I think, uh, yeah, shop. And then we'll put up post events. So it's just getting up and running. But yeah, we have a website now, brotherswithopinions.com. And uh, Chris is supposed to talk about his event, but we lost him. <laughs> but his uh, Hoops for Hope will be September 25th. And we'll try to talk about that a little more you know, next week. And so everybody... We appreciate everybody positive vibes and we'll see everybody next week. All right. Peace. Brothers with opinions, big voice, no silence, revolution televised, ain't no good in private, not knowledge to the ignorant, ain't never been bliss. Stand up and be heard, we the new activists. Yeah, brothers with opinion, let the convo begin. You know communication key, but then you must comprehend. Preach, BWO, let your voices be heard. We enlightened by the truth and now we spreading the word. We learn to live when we condition to die Most people fail before they start Because they don't ever try Man, they told us we was worthless We believed in the lie We took it way too literal When big said ready to die You know the KKK Turn the cops in disguise Man, a lot done changed But race still applies 5-0, hands up Don't even ask why Trayvon, Mike Brown Man, another mother's cry Hey,